I've got that bass sitting there in the studio, and since I got sick, I've just, I don't know, I've got to pick it up again, I guess, because I really, I really like when the recording when it comes back on my bass playing, but I just, you know, it was sort of a later in life thing. Anyway, um, yeah, no, last night, uh, greetings in the name of the Most High, I, um, you know, Jesus is so, you know, do you realize, I mean, before I start, again? That song is called, um, so we haven't played it in so long, I just found it today. I, uh, that song is called The Last Seal Finals F. Daniel One Wave. The Last Seal. And it's about Jesus, right? So that's what we're doing today. I've got the key and I've got the power. The way, the truth, and the life is what it says. That means when you hear way, truth, and life, that's Jesus, okay? But so many people don't know that. That's what's scary. But it doesn't matter what they think because Jesus is... Now, when I say the Jesus synthesis, it's not synthetic. What is, what's happening is he is moving. So think of Jesus as... You know, Yahweh God, you know what I mean? Yah God, you know, Jehovah, El Shaddai. But think Jesus is moving and he's changing the inner nature uh, of all of his people so that they would not be recognizable again in this world. I suppose we could call this a little bit... No, no, this was very vivid in the dream. I saw so many horrors of people that were not right, you know, not that... that and they when they became demonic, they were... Um, there was something perverted about them in the sense of not, you know, a sex perversion, but perverted in the sense of a kind of a, um, you know, weird shape and, and not quite the right face and, you know... Um, you know, just just things that were very much defying our common belief in, you know, wheels and motion and cars and people and things and you know objects in in uh, in three D space time um, delusion. So, so here's the thing. Um, but the Jesus synthesis is Jesus is moving to change the people profoundly so that your personality would not be recognizable to your mother or to your friend. And um, I find that in interesting. And, 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 how's it, and so it's the synthesis. It's like the people are synthesizing Jesus, but it's not synthesis. It's real, but it's like they become Jesus. So you have the micro and the macro. You have quantum physics. Um, you have, you know, the, the, one, the one thing that, the one memory of Jesus changing all the others. And um, this is what, this is what ends the contest. What ends the contest is that there is no more contest. Because the people are so profoundly changed. There is no us versus them. It's that's over now as of today. But as you change, meaning, well, I mean, is it so bad? You become more joyous, you become kind of really 
separate and distant from this particular reality since it's just an arbitrary reality. It's not a, you know, it's not a, you know, it's, it's God wanted it for, to test loyalty is why we have it. But that test has been accomplished. So now comes the change. And I, the, the scripture I want to, uh, I'm afraid to move this. The scripture, somebody pull it up for me. The scripture will, you know, the, the most people quote the rapture. We're going to meet him in the air and be changed. <clears throat> you know, that famous scripture, is that in Thessalonians or that in, in uh, one of Paul's? Which one is that? And then the Lord comes after the tribulation. The Lord, the Lord comes, this is in, I believe, Mark. And uh, it says that the Lord comes after the tribulation to uh, put down the wicked, you know, to, to bring the army of angels and soldiers and, you know, to, to subdue the earth. Um, you know, the, and this would be after the tribulation, not, you know, would not be a, there's no rapture mentioned there. So if he's going to come after the tribulation, then, then whatever that means, okay? What are the, I mean, people, people want it to be a literal guy showing up, you know what I mean? And, and, and I'm, I can't promise that, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't quite see it that way. So, but if you do, that's fine. That's the level you're on and. Maybe that'll be the, the, the you'll be right. I don't know, but I don't care. To, I don't care if I'm right or not. I just gotta let it rip. You know, right in the eyes of God, yes. Right in the eyes of man, I don't care. So, anyway, the Jesus synthesis, and so he's he was changing people into not necessarily better versions of themselves, but themselves wasn't is no longer, yourself is no longer existing. Yourself, myself, my ego, my personality, my, my, my Zeph thing, your, you know, Bob thing, your Cindy thing, you know, your whatever, it's, it's gone. Because in the end, the micro and the macro are one, meaning, you know, the collective, you know, that all the people are as one, Allah John 17, which is a scripture you can rely on time and time again, especially the last few verses uh, that describe this, this phenomenon. But, you know, as far as playing out upon the earth, um, so it looks to me like if you remove, I, I guess what I, I, I am struggling here because it's, it's, there's so bizarre the, 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 the vision and dream and, and it was, went on for so long and I just, didn't want to screw it up but it's as if game over is just taking the uh, pieces off the chessboard in other words if you remove the 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 offense okay so you in in Christ are the offense to the so-called, you know, delusionary world, which is, you know, a joke to begin with. So you're you're an offense. Where, where you should be, what you should be, is you should be exalted. You should be a, uh, you know, recognized. You should be um, provided for. You should be wealthy. You should be healthy. You should, you know what I mean? You, you should be... You should not have struggled and hurt, and many of us die, you know, because of these geniuses 
who think that by slaughtering the lambs, then they win. But the only thing is there's only one game in town that's got it. Even Satan knows that's true. You know, Satan, Lucifer, whatever, you know, the opposition. Even the dragon knows that there's only one game in town. There is not me versus you. There's not human versus human. Only in the minds of idiots does that exist. Professors, politicians, Bill Gates, and people like that. You know, people that are just not non, really not, almost non-human to begin with. Now, what's going to happen to them in this is they become deformed. And they, you'll see this. Well, you're already starting to see it in some of the playback of the video. You start seeing their faces deformed. You start seeing the lizard tongue thing, the black eyes, the you know that sort of thing. That's gonna that's gonna be more and more pronounced, so that there is no question that these over here belong to entropy. The real enemy of these people is death. So they embrace death, thinking they can get around God by embracing death. Then they win, double double, right? And you can't do double-double uh, against God because God has every angle. There's only God. There's nothing else. There's no devil, really. There's no, you know what I mean? There's the devil opposition, but it's a created being. It's not like there's another sovereign power, another source that is God. So that, so therefore, they've already lost. And when, when, when Gates says something like science, what he means is Satan because he puts up Marina Abramovich as the witch queen of the world. You know, and he's tried to do this three or four times because he's such a fucking fool. It, and I, I could instruct him in the ways of evil. Gates, you don't put her up. You put someone they don't know, but they fall in love. Never mind. Never mind. It's useless talking to these people. They don't even know how to do Satan good. I could do Satan ten times better than them. A million times better. You know what I mean? Because I would spend my time tempting the people. Oh, yes, I want AI. Oh, yes, I want the chip. Oh, yes. Oh, I need that jab. You know, I would, I would make it such a such a desire that would be like sex, like food or something, you know? But they, they just can't seem to get out of their way of wanting to bludgeon people, wanting to get vengeance. That's not their vengeance, of course. That comes from... The, the, the beings that control them on the other side that were rejected by God so they want vengeance and they want to use these weak people like Gates complete weakling and a total idiot right just a slave that people you wouldn't believe you know, I googled Gates today and I was going through all the all the things of how the all the press backs him up and says he's brilliant and all this. He's not brilliant. He's stupid. Where, where do you get he's brilliant? Cutting down trees is brilliant. That's, just, that's the reaction of a child. He doesn't like what daddy said, so he cuts the trees down. That's a child. Understand that. It's gotten, if you, okay, there's one way to understand Gates, Schwab, Harari, all of them. The best way to understand them is to understand one word, Vengeance. Okay, so they attack you because they want to get at God to destroy His creation. They also want to get some of the more hardcore ones want to get the moon and the Mars and the, you know they they want total annihilation of everything that God created. And they and they talk about this in their secret societies and and uh, and all that. Then there's different levels, but most people are stupid, and so you know and and that's when you look at them, you know they're not bad. I mean, they're just, you know, they care about their dog and they care, you know, somewhat about their children, except they want their children to conform or else they're going to kill them. Um, but basically, um, 
you know, I, I hate to put it this way, but they're useless. And now that we go forward in a technological age where there's no job for them to do, there's no, there's no filling out, you know, like George Carlin said, they, they want them just smart enough to fill the paperwork out, but not smart enough to figure out how they've been duped into being wage slaves, you know. There's no more jobs for these people. There's no jobs for the middle class in America. There's no jobs, there's no, there's no going, it's all being automated. There is no um, work for these people anymore. But they still want them conformed because they don't want to go to jail and be hurt or be attacked. So they make them conform anyway. And so that means, conform simply means one thing. You worship your oligarchs, you worship your controllers. That's all it means. You bow down. You don't say a thing about them. Keep your mouth shut, do your job, and everything will work out. Well, no, it won't work out because there's no more jobs. The jobs are all being automated. And it's all becoming a, you know, because that's part of the vengeance, to make it all machines, make it silicone-based, not carbon-based. It's very, very simple. Please understand. You know, I, I just spent so many years... So many, and I know I sound, you know, like you could attack me pretty easily and just say I'm out of my mind and all that, but I'm not. It's all accurate, you know. And then, and uh, you know, and I give credit to everybody else who's talking about it too. But this is my take on it, um, and I feel sorry for the people who aren't talking about it. Okay, that's really what we need to be talking about. These people that are not talking about the actual truth of what this is and who we are and what we're doing here. Is the most unfortunate at all because they just live and they don't even live. They just they they're born, they do their task and they die. And there's there's nothing more than that to it. There's no ascension of the soul. There's no acknowledgement of the soul. There's no there's no reading books because books make you think, right? Especially poetry, you know, like you know, you know, geez, like Thoreau or something. You know, you're not going to read that. You're not going to read Yeats. You're not going to read, you know, you're not going to read, you know. These great novels, or you're not going to read anything, and the reason why you're not going to read anything is because they don't want you to. Then you're going to do what they want you to do. Okay, so that's the the. It's just so bad living here. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. It's so bad. And God want is saying to you, at what point do you acknowledge it's bad? Now, people that go around trying to, you know, I, I'm all for positive thinking, you know, because I know that, that words create things. But we must not go into denial or delusion. It's not good. It's bad. Okay? And then let's make the best out of it. That would be positive for me. You know, let's make the best. And so the good news here is Jesus is doing that with his people. So your mind can be, t- you don't need to go over it's bad again. You don't need to say, you know, the, 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 you know the, the Satanists are coming. They're coming for your children. After they get done with the, this group of uh, broadcasters, they're not coming for you. Yeah, they're coming for you, and the reason why is economic. They don't have a job for you to do, and they know you're going to get upset and start rioting and stuff, and so they're just going to come get you first. You know, and the, so that's what the talking heads out there today are talking about every day. They're, they're, we're in tyranny, and they're coming to get you. They're coming for your children, and they're coming for you. And that's what the, we're a year away from that. That means if you wrote something on social media, and all of you did, you will go to jail for 20 years. And that, because they already, have you, they already have you dead to rights. They just need to pick you up. 
They already know where you live. They just need to come pick you up. See, gang stalking has now gone real. Because it used to be like more theoretical and more under the surface. And now it's like overt. But here's the thing. You aren't you anymore. And you will continue to change through this Jesus synthesis. I guess this is like everybody becomes... It's, 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 let me just be a... Um, synthesis is not right because that means a, a fake thing, something you're faking. But the Jesus metamorphosis, maybe. I should maybe rename it that. All of you become Jesus. All of you are Jesus. And um, what that means is, you know, or if you like, make it a little less blasphemous. All of you imitate Jesus, but but not out of, oh, I should. <laughs> Subject-object relationship with, with reality. No, 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 thank you. You just are that. Oh, I must do this. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Please don't bore me with that. There's no more must. There's no future. There's Right now, there is no future. So let's just start acting like it, okay? You just go for the now. You do what you do today. You do what your task is today. That's the thing you do. And, um, you know, I, I, what would the future look like, actually, with, with everybody being, you know, replaced by robots, everybody being replaced by automation? Would you want to go to the ball game and root for the team? You see the folly of ball games, right? Well, I could say movies, too. Would you want to go to the movies? Again, ever what, what for? Would you like to read a book? What for? You already know. You know the secret. And, you know, so I'm not painting a bleak picture. What I'm painting is a picture of, okay, so what you need to do if you want out of this, for me, this situation we're in right now is extremely uncomfortable. It, it all came on so fast. But everything that we all talked about and the Bible talked about and talking heads talked about and talk show people, everything that everyone's been talking about came to fruition just like instantly. And now it's saddled around our necks. Now, that's fine, but I don't want to keep saying it's saddled around our necks every podcast. I, you know, I, I, Jesus is moving me off of that. See, Jesus moves me. I don't say the Father moves me in Jesus' name. Jesus moves me. It's all the same thing, but I prefer to say it that way. Jesus is metamorphosizing all of his people. I call it the Jesus synthesis because that's what I was given in my dream. It's like Jesus is synthesized through his people, but that doesn't mean a copy. That means, you know, like a synthesis, it's the real thing but just spread throughout the entire. And what that does is that removes the people from the earth or from this reality, you know, in the sense that they are no longer, um, I mean, you know, they might be killed or they might be this or that or perceived to be the enemy, but they're not an enemy anymore. They're, they, they will be, I, I, maybe it's going to take a few, maybe three or four years to get to fruition, three and a half years, something like that. But they won't be recognizable in three years. It will be so awesome that flesh won't really matter anymore. Because it's, it's not really, it was never supposed to be always about flesh forever and ever, that's it. 
or three D. You know, you 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 ninety percent of reality you can't see because we're stuck in space time. You know, so we can't see what's really going on because we're stuck in. You know, the only way you can see it is by looking within, by closing your eyes and kind of going within and seeing what you can see. Now, being the seer, I see a lot of things that are going on, and I can tell you they are. They don't like me right now because of what I'm saying right now today. This idea that you're going to slip out of this thing. They've got, you know, they've got you in the crosshairs. They've got you as a fish of the barrel. They've got, they're ready to do the, the grand guignol sacrifice, you know. And then all of a sudden you're gone because, because see, that's not for them. They don't deserve that if there is a deserving. I mean, I know it's sick and kind of twisted, but they don't deserve that. They're not worthy of that. They're not, they're like apocalypto. They just threw, you know, people down the stairs of the pyramid. You know what I mean? Just bludgeoning them. And it didn't even matter anymore. They cut out one heart after another every five minutes. It didn't even matter. It doesn't matter, doesn't matter anymore. They, they weren't, there's no efficacy. There's no power. There's nothing. You do not ever succeed by derivative power. Derivative power is always going to be derivative power. You will never get it from sacrificing virgins in the volcanoes. You're not going to get it by, um, you know, playing tricks on each other. You're not going to get it by winning wars. You're not going to get it by, you know, abortion or by fiat or by magic or black magic or whatever you think you're going to do or by pyramids or obelisks or any of the other shit and all the stupid crap they do in their secret societies. You're not going to get anything. Zero. Nothing. Right? Understand. Zero. Kissinger woke up to that fact recently. It was he realized it was all folly, all of it. Every single thing that he thought and did was for nothing. And then the press buried that, but I, <laughs> the seer saw it. Yes, I did see it, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm glad I did see it because that shows me that I'm on the right track, and it shows me that. Uh, I mean, do you mind being changed into a multi-dimensional being? Is that so bad? That's who you really are anyway. Do you mind seeing what reality is out there rather than your limited space-time view? Your 3D view? Time, do you like your entropic view of, you know, everything is wearing down through, everyone's getting old and dying of old age and all that? Do you like seeing it that way? The machines are wearing down, the civilization's wearing down, we have to now automate everything. (laughs) The genius of Klaus Schwab, you know. Um, and then, of course, they're going to digitize themselves. Cloning is not enough. They have to, they, they got to go full because they know they're missing the portals, and they have to become portal ready. You know, they got to become they got to be able to walk on the ceiling. You know, like uh, some of these some of these creatures that we see on the other side. They walk on the ceiling. There's all kinds of chimeras. There's snakes with faces of people. And the Bible describes a lot of creatures too around the throne of having a head of a lion and wings of a you know of a eagle and you know different things like that. I, I um I absolutely think there there there's there are unlimited numbers of creatures, and that they're not necessarily all made by a laboratory you know fallen angels and laboratories you know making nephilim you know. But yeah, I do believe there was nephilim giants. Sure. Yeah, why wouldn't I? There's been plenty of evidence. No problem. Bible says it. It's just the big thing holding it back is the Christian church. They're holding back all the knowledge in the Bible. They're holding back Jesus. They're holding back the the Lord. They're holding back everything. Keeping people in a stupid kind of like, you know, animated state. 
of of uh, of um, what would you call it? Of you know, just just like you know, holding them in check for use later on, or delivery to the bad guys for 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 their use, which they've already done in the spirit. You know, most people in churches are hollowed out cores of who they really were. They get changed for the worse because they just start obeying and. They figure if they pay money, they'll get, they'll be guilt free, and then they live a tortured existence. It's a, it's a tortured situation. I remember when we went in there because of my, you know, my uh, abilities. You know, they were really offended by me, and I called them out. I also busted an FBI agent. You know, every church has FBI there. You know, they're taking dossiers. You know, so I busted one of these guys, and he had. How did I do it in the spirit? The Lord told me it was an FBI agent. I told the pastor the next thing you know the whole church went up into a into a tizzy and this guy had to leave like the next day you know what I mean but he went to another church in, in Costa Mesa but he used to watch me and goes you know I hate people that don't conform and, and we'd say so and I said so do I I don't like people that don't conform either who, who the fuck are you conform what to this you gotta be kidding me he goes what's wrong with this Anyway, he got out and busted. And can you imagine what he would write in his dossier? Zeph is being rebellious and saying that he's, he's, he's causing a stir. Then when Trish and I went in there one day, uh, Sunday morning, I remember this is right toward the end when we got kicked because it was starting to get dangerous where they were, they were, they were talking about um, killing me and uh, kidnapping me. And uh, we went in there and the entire congregation in unison turned their backs on us and we started laughing and the more we laughed the more they just hated they just went insane because we started laughing like we didn't care <laughs> you know but you know the, and I'm like you're all down with and, and the, what, what was the deep dark secret of the church pedophilia youth group you know abuse sexual abuse assault backed up by if anyone talks they get fucking you know dealt with by the muscle. Isn't that awful? And that's like nationwide. <laughs> you know? So it's not something I would care to be a part of. I don't know about you, but I, I, you know, obviously you guys are right. They're wrong in the story. Jesus, <clears throat> the great synthesizer, synthesizes his people. And that means, you know, altering you for whatever's next. Now that must mean that something of an end is near because you're you're going to be prepped now to to go on to something else. You're going but do I say prepped? It's not you're not gonna be you. You're the way you think. One plus one is two, or whatever it is you do in your mind and all all that's gone. It's all it's replaced by eternal thinking, which is everything is now. Boom, 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 boom. So there's no real process of should I or shouldn't I? Mm -hmm. Devil on one side, angel on the other. No, there's none of that. That's gone. That's going to be taken away now and replaced with, um, I, for lack of a, to, hey, I hate sounding glib, but it's going to be replaced with light, connection, bliss, power, peace. And uh, a sense of forgetting history because there's no past. So I guess what it is is, that, is is the reckoning comes and you are brought into the present 
with God, the presence of God, which is not past or future, or, you know what I mean? It's like now thing. And they are then, the recompense for them is their entire kingdom because you escape within yourselves by being changed by Jesus and then they have no enemy to go fight and no reason to do their new world. I mean, they, they, they are defeated without a shot being fired. Now, there's been a divide between people but the divide is not political. The divide is, you know, spiritual, but the divide is this divide that's been done, God did the divide. And it's permanent. There is no, um, yeah. it's permanent. It's yeah. the, the people on that side or on that, they're gonna, that's where they're going to be forever. <clears throat> you know, the, the stories about people that repent in the last minute and all that, there may be a few of those, but a few stragglers could be. I don't know. I haven't seen one. And I don't expect to see one. I expect that this division that was made by God and not man is permanent. And, um, you know, no matter how many people they try to kill, they only kill themselves. The only thing that, that, that we're all, you know, going to see is we're going to see the suicide of the New World Order, the suicide of all of them and their guards and their goons and all the people that have brought tyranny to people and, and, and pain and war and death and and destruction, those people are going to die. They will be moved out of the way because there's no circuit for them to plug into anymore. So that's the Jesus synthesis. That's the download. Can you imagine getting that at the moment? I'm trying to sleep and I get this this Jesus synthesis thing. And um, well, all Jesus wants me to do is announce it. So that's what I'm trying to do, is announce it. So if you find yourself becoming more loving, more happy, more blessed, <laughs> you know it's happening, despite the horror that we live in. You know, to, to be more blessed despite the horror. And that means that, you know, people are concerned about their provision, endeavors, and all that. Uh, same rules apply. God's the provider. He's the, he's the source of all of our hope. And so there's no need to worry about the world, really, at all. I, I do, I'm going to make a prediction here that people less and less are going to pay attention to the world and to the news, whatever the news is, you know, fake news, real news. They're coming to get you, all that. They're, they're, they're just, they're just, you guys are going to just tune out, and I am too. And it's not, but I'm not tuning out because, geez, F, that's a good thing to do. Why don't you, subject, object, relationship, tune out? No, because there is no subject-object anymore. All there is is out. All there is is done. All there is is accomplished. All there is is, you know, right? There is no process of let's think about it and then let's slowly improve ourselves so we don't attach to that. No, no, no. It's just gone. You know, you didn't do anything. Oh, gosh, I didn't do anything and I changed. Well, why do you have to think that you have to do something to change? You don't have to go take a Tony Robbins class or anything like that. Jesus is yours. He, he's ours. He's he is us. And if he decides to, to, to on a on a on a, on a uh, cosmic change, then that's the end of that. That's the, you know, I'm just here to announce it. And um, and I don't think it'll be a problem for you to go with it. In fact, I don't think you'll even notice it happen. 
you'll look back. You know, now there's no looking back. So you'll just be a never. You'll be who you really are. Now, there, or there's no Yule. Yule means future. No, no, you are who you really are. You are that. You are, you are I am. But they can't, that can't happen unless you're changed. Unless he changes you. Otherwise, you're going to worry about everything and be upset with things. Well, they brought it upon themselves. And this has nothing to do with you. Yeah, this has to do with, this is God's vengeance on them. And it's not even vengeance. It's just, oh, one more thing came from last night. Um, the Lord has told me that, and I got this really strongly, just right, this is right before the dawn, about, they say, 4 a.m., that he is tired of being mocked. He's going to move. So I guess that means there's going to be a lot of destructive going on. But he will not be mocked, you understand. And that, that scripture is very, very clear. And, uh, you know, God is not mocked. What you sow, you will leap. And, and there, that's just a, a it's a implacable <clears throat> rule of the universe. It's just, it, it's one of the, the things that's set in stone by God in the very beginning. And there is no way around it. So these people who the world follows along with their, their legacy press and all the minions out there and all the, you know, all the politicos and all, you know, the, the culture, you know, the majority, the people, um, they will be found guilty of mocking God. And they're going to pay the price. The price is as if it's basically that you never were here. You never existed. Which is kind of the way it's getting right now with the divide going on. It's almost like they don't exist. You know, there's, you know, you, you're not dealing with a person. You're dealing with a thing, right? That that talks like a machine, already. Then, yeah, well, you know, they they wanted to go play God, and they wanted to, you know, they wanted to mock God. They, but see, it's not enough to just become their own God and have their own little universe and all that. They must uh, see. They could have already accomplished that already. They, see, the big Achilles heel they have is they must attack you. And that's where God comes in. He's not going to put up with it. And if, you know, and yes, he has you know, been a lot of death, but there will be vengeance for that death. There will be payment for that. They will pay every last penny. And they, God didn't do that. They did it to themselves. They didn't do it to you. You're not a victim. They did it to themselves because they are filled with arrogance and pride. You see Gates, when anyone disagrees with him, he goes and he almost wants to kill him. You know, he's, he's, he's a very prideful, arrogant, disgusting, despot king. Made, made a king by his daddy. You know, in the, in the sort of satanic hierarchy of things. And all that goes on behind closed doors and secret societies. And they all know whose rank is what. And I, I knew all this from... As a child, you know, all this ranking and stuff. It's like if you could, there could be somebody of a higher rank that's like a lower on the social scale, but then everyone bows down and kisses their ring. Have you ever seen that? I know you have. <laughs> See? <laughs> Did you ever wonder about that? They're kissing the, ma the, the maid's ring. <laughs> have you ever wondered about that? Yeah, there's a higher, there's another world here. There's a, a hierarchy, a civilization, you know, trying to build underneath this one. And it goes into the sea. It's also in the sea as well. 
you know, there are kingdoms in the, in the sea, and it's like people go, well, how can you walk in the sea without drowning? Well, because it's another dimension, so you're not going to drown. But there's all, you know, there's all, you, you could see all that when, when Jesus changes you. You'll be able to see all those things. And all the spaceships and all the stupid aliens and all the ant, ant faces and the hybridized and the ant farm and all the rest of, you know, the incredible, you're just going to feel embarrassed. You're going to say, how did I ever fall for that? Well, because you were trained, your, your, your parents, your grandparents, your, you know, fell for it, your, your, your kids, you know, your school you went to. You've been brainwashed since day one. And why do they put so much money into brainwashing you? From like day one, it's been brainwashing you. Know, the ball game, the table manners, the Thanksgiving turkey, all this is brainwashing. This is all MK Ultra shit. Why do they do that to you? to make you believe that where you lived was real and that this was the end all and be all and that you don't need God. That, that's the whole point. You need to follow them, not God, your leaders, your rulers. What was Romans 13 all about where God says, all governments are given by God? Well, if they go evil, like this one is, then they're not defined as a government. A government is to take care of the people and to facilitate uh, a civilization, well, they don't do that, so they're not a—they're technically not considered to be a government. So they don't fall under Romans 13 edicts. The pastors that preach that shit—can you imagine what kind of stuff they have on it? What kind of blackmail we're talking about there? Whoa! You know, I mean, that's this—they must have put a whole zoo up their ass. Got it on tape. You know, right? I mean, the sky's the limit on stuff like that. So if you're going to get a, a job like that, like a pastor, you really have to do some bad things to qualify. You know, I mean, but that's true in everything. You know, every, everything has a hierarchy to it. And, you know, the bad, you know, the bad people are ranked and the, rank, the, the, the civilization goes along with the ranking. It, it overlooks the evil deeds or whatever is on tape or whatever is in secret and blackmail and all that. And it just says, oh, your rank is this. A lieutenant, okay, then you need to come into this company and you're going to be a, uh, you know, you're going to be an executive vice president. You're going to make uh, 300000 a year. Okay, uh, perfect. Do you have to audition for that? No, no, that's your rank. That's what you get, okay? We're going to take care of you, write down, and you'll be retiring with uh, stock options and things. It should be about, you know, it should be enough for you to uh, live a high lifestyle with a couple or three houses and concubines and whatnot, uh, a few, uh, you know, Ferraris, whatever, uh, for the rest of your days. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Next, please. I'm Satan. Okay. Treat me. I'm Satan. I come in. Your job. What's your rank? So you're captain. Okay. So I'm going to have you run the, uh, you know, you're going to be running the docks. Uh, yeah, all the contraband at the docks, you know <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, fentanyl, human trafficking, all that. You'll be overseeing that, but you're going to make, you know, uh, $2 million a year. Plus, you're going to have an unlimited upside um, uh, for your uh, participation. And especially for your talking to the grand jury when you tell them there's no such thing. Okay, next, please. Who else? Rockstar? Okay. Okay, what have you done for me lately, Jimmy Page? Okay, that well, you, yeah, but you haven't really killed anybody, have you? That's a that's a check. What about perversions? <laughs> okay, so you have a pretty pretty high rank. 
because you were allowed to succeed when you were in the Yardbirds. And so there, you, you paid a lot of dues, and so that, that boosted Led Zeppelin. Okay, well, you can continue a couple of records, and then, you know, you're going to just have to retire. Because you're not really, we know that you're, you know, you're not really going to start killing people, are you? Uh, sucking them dry. You know, million-dollar lawsuits. A lot of stuff that I'm interested in, you're not going to do. So, you know, next, please cutting him some slack here. You know, there's a tribute band to Led Zeppelin they are pretty good called Zozo. And Zozo was like a, you know, had to do with the magic symbol, symbolism of the band. And I always thought when I was younger, when Bonzo died, the drummer, and the uh, and then Robert Plant lost a kid or something, they ran into bad luck. But then the band really kind of broke up. It was just a studio thing after that. You know, they never really recovered after, uh, you know, all the tragedy that happened. And I kept going back to that Zozo on the drum kit. And I kept thinking, that's what did it to you, you stupid idiot. Because the fact of the matter is you guys were behind the... You weren't the really evil ones. You weren't Aleister Crowley. Living in his house doesn't make you, you know, the same thing. So that symbol, I always thought, brought them the human sacrifice and the, and the death of the band. I thought a connection because I thought there was like disloyalty to that because they wanted to be in the light, you know, and out outside the, they didn't want to be seen as slaves. Right. And, um, you know, now they're celebrated by all the other slaves. So the, I guess the slaves have their little, little revolt and the whole key to them now. So what you do with old rock stars like that and like, you know, and the others is you make sure they don't repent and make sure that when you bring an end, like a nuclear bomb or something like that, they don't have time to repent. And that's how you deal with that situation. If they just hate God. But most of these people seem to be coming around. You know, uh, I don't know. They're kind of, I wouldn't want to be them. That must be very pure torture to be kind of between two things and not quite sure. And you're not sure your friends are. You're worried about getting assassinated. And if you step out of line, you would be. And you worry about your bank account, your little castle in Scotland. and your, You know what I mean? And then you're losing relevance and nobody cares anymore. And the kids are all doing what they're going to do. And they're running off their... And the whole thing was a big shit show. And you want to go, what did I do? Why did I do that? Because you wanted to please mommy or daddy or something. You wanted, you know, a, uh, you know, you needed a pat on the back, I guess. I don't know why people do what they do. Maybe you were just deluded. You know, no, no one's blaming you. You know, when you get here, you, you're supposed to chase the rabbit and the alpha males, you know, get the rabbit going around the track, and they're the ones that win. Isn't, right? So you figure, okay, so that's the game on Earth, and it's all based on rank, and it's the rank is all secret, and someone makes a decision who's gonna succeed, who won't. So you play that game, thinking you're just doing it to get the rabbit. When they're really using you for, you know, for what they wanna use you for, which is what's inside you, and uh, they use it as a collective to rule the world. And it's very, very simple. Very easy to understand. I've had run-ins with Satan. You know, an entity called Satan, an entity called, uh, you know, could be said as Lucifer, Satan, the main man, whatever you want to call him. You know, I've had those, uh, you know, little discussions here and there. And, and there's one point he thought he had me. But I wound up in a coma. But, you know, this has been an ongoing battle. 
you know, because he he's trying to you know trick us into stuff. And um, the main way he preyed upon me or his demons or whatever is knowing my weaknesses from trauma, from like trauma abuse, that you know PTSD, trauma abuse from my childhood, and then and then all the shit that went down there, which. You know, a lot of kids didn't consider trauma. They were fine. I just, I wasn't. I was like my daughter, you know. And um, they use those things against you. And so when the gang stalking issues came up, which, by the way, is, you know, just call it spiritual warfare. When the gang stalking stuff came up, um, they, you know, it's funny how they, these people that I don't know knew things about me that they couldn't possibly know. It showed me it was all demonic and it was all orchestrated, but not from this world. And all these people knowing stuff about you and coalescing together and working together to bring you down and make you commit suicide, you know, and, and, and force it and, and even murder, you, and the reason, and the reason being is because you didn't go along with the uh, satanic uh, blah blah blah. You told me to go fuck off, and so then they, uh, then you suffered the wrath of them, and that's why it happened to you. You know, it's very simple: cause effect, cause effect, cause effect, cause effect. If they invite you, and then you say no, you had better change your name, disappear, go somewhere else. You know, it's just like a woman scorned. You know, if she invites you into her bed and you say, no, oh my God, you better disappear and change your name. <laughs> Same thing. It's exactly like that. So, don't you think? Uh-huh. Trish? Yep. You know, so, I would love to go to a church and sing little songs and Jesus, Jesus, and I have a friend in Jesus. I'd love to, you know, do that, but we can't, there's just never been an opportunity. People keep thinking that the thing in terms of church, church is us. Church is not the building with the yeah. little, with the, with the, you know, hard on steeple on it. With a pedophile, with a pedophile symbol on it. But, you know, you know, really, I, it's just, it just isn't, right? So, so since that's corrupt, why can't we, people understand that? And half the people that are on, you know, TV and stuff, and they tell you, "Oh, yeah, I'm a committed Christian and all that," you know, it, it's you. Well, see, first of all, it's not my business, and I'm not to compare myself to that person. Not my business. Not my business. You know, as far as I'm concerned, they're fine. I talk to you know Muslims, Christians, all kinds of people. I got I'm friends with. And whatever their religion is, not my business. That's their thing. And, um, yeah, but don't you pray for them? Well, I pray for all of us. I pray for everybody, you know, um, to, that, that God's will would be done in everybody's life. You know, and some people have a different path. You know, whether, what I think is a success or good or happy or whatever may not be, it may not apply. So I, I don't want to put my ego in a prayer to God. I just want God to be God and... I want to be close, you know, I just, I don't have anywhere else to go, really. I don't have any other real, you know, God is my, uh, well, like it says in uh, the Psalms, he's my rock, you know, Jesus is my rock. There's, you know, Jesus is real. 
in the sense that reality is Jesus. Reality is Yah. Reality is Yahweh. Reality is El Shaddai. Reality is God. Everything that goes on, all the stories, all the narratives, everything else, it all goes back to God. So since that's the source, then that's where I've got to go. So mine is Jesus, and, and that's because in the beginning, the Lord God lifted me up, and I'm thinking I'm dealing with, you know, the Almighty, and he shows me Jesus. And he shows me that Jesus is the paradigmatic model for man, and that at the same time he is God. You know what I mean? So I can't throw that out. And it's like like going to God and saying, you're okay, but your son isn't. You know what I mean? So then that becomes a problem. I'm not for all the wars and, you know, the name of Jesus and all the, all the shit going on in the Middle East right now. I think a pox in everybody's head. I'm, I'm embarrassed by the whole thing. You know, you know, Israel creates Hamas, and then they complain, and then next thing you know, Israel's bad, and they're trying a public relations thing to be, they're not so bad, but they're all committing genocide. It's like, come on, don't bore me with this shit. And as far as the kids marching around and all that, well, I really feel sorry for them. I really feel sorry that they that they don't exist as people, that they're just, you know, automatons. I feel sorry that they're... Have you ever heard them on television answering questions like, you know, whose fault is this and what, you know, talking about the slaughter of, um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, the slaughter of um, Israelis, it was done by Israelis. Is that right? And the slaughter in you know, Hamas is Israeli. I mean, the whole thing, there, is there really a two sides? I mean, the whole thing is just one side to me. War. And who's that? And who wins with that? They do. Your Bill Gateses, your fucking Larry Finks, your Klaus Schwab. Those are the people that win, and they're the ones that handle all that. The Pentagon wins. The Pentagon's handling both sides. So why would you march unless you're just the most. My God. Could it be brainwashing? Or abject stupidity. Which one is it? I don't think it could be brainwashing. It's got to be stupidity. When they were marching against the Vietnam War when I was a kid, I felt the same way. I thought, look at these fucking dolls. When they're doing the whole hippie thing in San Francisco and taking drugs, I participated. I took drugs and stuff. I didn't march, but I took did all that, but I never believed there'd be some new utopia coming. I was trying to get out of my pain. And then I realized that all those fucking hippies were all agents. They were all provocateurs. They were all, you know, um, working for the man, trying to create, you know, mind control trauma in people to control them. And they're the same people marching around today. And they're st still as pathetic as they ever were. You know, people, oh, that Cornell West, he's a really progressive guy and all that. No, he's, he's out there marching for the Palestinian. He's, that's how, you know, if he was smart, which he isn't, he would have, uh, you know, sort of laid low. I mean, if he wants to play this game of Earth and all this, which is, you know, come on. We're going to die, man, here. If you keep fucking around here, you're going to die. You know, folly, just doing things, you know, just just do what God has you to do and, and uh, check your attitude. And if you feel like all is lost and it's all horrible and everything's bad, then then you need to align with, with God because the plan is now for a complete Jesus um, takeover with that. In other words, the Church of Jesus will be very 
easy to see. Now that might mean we all get killed, but that's, who cares? You know, The church of Jesus will be easy to see. Easy to see. You, you, you say, well, are you a religion? No, I'm not a religion. But you're different, you know, and but we'll all be like that, the same. And I, I for one, am so, that's an answer to my, I am sick of this thing. I've been sick of it since the day I was born. And I'm still sick of it. <laughs> and this is a relief. You know, I'm kind of excited about Jesus changing us because I know I can't do it. I can't change myself. I tried to change myself over and over again. I wind up back in the same old soup, just warmed over. Right? I keep winding up in the same... I thought we were beyond that. Well, we're not beyond that because humans will never be beyond that, friend. Because we, our entire nature is to fall back into that pattern that we thought we licked. We didn't. And then they show you all these, you know, like in-shape people, positive people, you know, entrepreneurs, skinny people, beautiful people. They say, look, they all did it. Why don't you buy this thing for 1995 and you too can join the ranks of the successful. Okay? I know I need not say anymore, but God bless you. But I was world weary. I had ennui when I was five. I couldn't believe, you know, going to the football game, going to the church, having affairs with all kinds of women and men, you know, which was what my parents did. I, I was just like, wow. So this whole thing is just one big party for them. You know, this is just, this is a, it, it, you know, the bowing down to those people higher rank, oh, kissing the ring, and I'm like, aren't you sick of this? And it's all coming together for me now. I remember when I put up this poster, I had this, and I told you guys this a few years ago, I put up a poster. It really took a lot of time. I use, I'm a collage artist. I love to do collages, but I haven't done it in a while because time, you know, but I had a whole wall in my room. And it was like a lot of surfing, and there's like maybe a Jimi Hendrix thing up there, and there's, you know, the, some of that kind of stuff. But it was a lot of articles, and a lot of depth, and then it had a, a picture of uh, Martin Luther King, Bobby Kennedy, and, 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 uh, and uh, John F. Kennedy. Uh, and then, you know, it, and then I had like magazine type that said, you know, who's responsible? And I'd say, you know, we are. And, you know, I had all these different... Um, sort of statements going on about, you know, because I was getting more and more irked at uh, at these people and their, and their just assumption of a privileged lifestyle was just disgusting to me, really, terribly. And my mother got so mad, she just, you know, and, and I realized, I just, I should have realized a lot more then. And she, when I was gone to school or whatever, she ripped it down. That's a whole wall. I mean, it's like, um, how big would that wall have been? Maybe... No, I mean, it's a room, 15 feet, I don't know. Anyway, ripped it all down. A lot of work, you know, years of work into it. And then I understood, but then I didn't understand. I understood at that moment, you know, it, was, it wasn't about, you know, the fact that I was, I guess I was being too liberal or left-wing or whatever. It wasn't that. It was that their system I was mocking in my, you know what I mean? It, it, and, that, and, it, and that's, 
drove them both insane. That it, it wasn't that I did anything. It's that I just saw, you know, I saw through it because, and what I would say is, is that, well, then don't abuse me if you want me. I mean, you know, you want me to go along with you. Don't attack me. Why would you do that? Anyway, it just it just wound up, you know, with a you know them basically you know trying to murder me, which is what you do with your firstborn. When you have a firstborn in these kind of families, you know, they're they're you drive them to suicide or you you murder them, and you know you make sure you have no culpability, and you get a lot of help from people because the whole society will help you, you know. And the reason that you do that is because the uh, the sacrifice of the firstborn equals a propitious or a very you know, very lucrative uh, payback. You know, you get a big pop, a lot of wealth, a lot of privilege, you know. So that was the idea that, you know, this one's not getting it and, uh, you know, I sacrifice and we get all this money and stuff. So that was the idea. And even, you know, but it didn't quite happen. You know, I was only 18, but that didn't, or 17, whatever it was. It didn't quite happen. And so then after that, you know, and living in this sort of, you know, standoff. Um, I, not only I was blamed, but my brother was blamed too because he wasn't, he was autistic, so he, they didn't want him. You know, he couldn't figure it out anyway because his mind didn't work that way. So bottom line on it is we, my brother and I, ruined our family. And when they say ruined, I mean, you know, it's like, you know, they're talking about Satanism, human trafficking, stealing, lying, um, you know, uh, all kinds of things. Criminality. The same kind of stuff you get mad at Biden about and all that that was going on. It's all wall-to-wall back in my youth. Same thing. No different today than it was back in the day where they shot Kennedy or whether they tried the Bay of Pigs or whatever they tried, you know what I mean, or the nukes or whatever. It's all been a horrible history that America should have atoned for. America has never atoned. So now you see a bunch of useless eaters running around, you know, they're starting to realize there is no job for them. There are no manufacturing jobs. There are no, you know what I mean? There are no, um, you know, it's all, you know, robots are doing everything. So they're starting to realize that it's all drying up, that the whole thing's over with, and then they just have to, you know, keep struggling to, 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 but it's never going to be the way it was because of the allegiance to um, the material world and the anti-God uh, march. And with that anti-God sentiment, you're going to get nothing but failure. Complete, total, amazing failure, which is fine with them as long as it's hurting you but not hurting them. When it starts hurting them, then they'll... They'll be like Kissinger. They'll go, oh my God, what have I done? They'll be like the guy on the bridge of the River Kwai. He goes, you know, at, you know, you know, Alec Guinness. He goes, he sees he built this bridge, but it was for the wrong side. He just he he just wanted the, his you know all the uh, prisoners there to, to 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 not be so down and have a sense of you know sickness and death. He wanted to give them some pride, so they were building this bridge and they did a great job. And then he realized, oh my God, what have I done? And he and he had to go blow it up. And, um, you know, but it's just what, uh, what Bridge in the River Choir was, was a, um, an allegory of this world we're in right now. 
So it was the same then in World War II and World War I. And, you know, it's been the same the entire time. It's just that the mind control has always been, this is a lovely society and the ball game and the, you know, voting and the Veterans Veterans Day. We just had Veterans Day. And, you know, it's really funny. I didn't see many veterans yesterday. You're not seeing these old guys from World War II with the flags anymore. You notice that? Well, by now, whatever, whatever one of, of them is left, they've figured it out too. So now where do we go? And I believe it's the Jesus synthesis or metamorphosis, whatever you want to call it, of Jesus' people, which is I am one. One, 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 one. Not two, not three, not four, but one. So it happens to all of us. He changes us. And uh, I, for one, welcome it. I don't want to worry or have fear or anything. You know, and there's what they say, well, faith is enough. No, it's not. Nobody has faith out there. What are you talking about? Faith? Every once in a while, you'll see a guy with faith, but very seldom. How would it be if you all had faith right now? Just natural. It just flowed naturally. You had no anxiety, no worries. Would that be okay or not? Would you accept that? Or do you want... <laughs> Don't tell me. Yeah, there are people that would prefer to worry. <laughs> How would you like to know everything is okay? Hmm? Well, that's not something you can give yourself, friends. That's not something you can do for yourself. Because you've tried over and over again to find peace, to start out on a new path, to turn over a new leaf. This time it's going to work. This time it's going to be, you know, it's not going to wind up in failure. The mistake is, this is not your job. This is not your, in your wheelhouse. This is not your thing. This is not what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, I know we all, you think I like cussing on the air. No, I don't like it, but I do it because I feel compelled to do it, to differentiate myself from uh, from these hypocrite, uh, you know, I know, churchian kind of blowhard lunatics that, that uh, you know, they're basically working for the man too, you know, acting like they don't. I hate that. The man, Soros, Gates, they're the man now, but, you know, it's the man is basically the, the, the one who runs the world. The one who runs the world, who rank, you know, the ranking system is very, very important. People know what your rank is. You go into a job interview, they already know who you are. They know your rank. They, there's no need to go on the internet and look, look you up. They already know. So, okay, according to that, I've got the highest rank of all. I should run the world. If you if you really want to take it technically, you know, but but of course they're they're not going to do that. It's going to be all according to their master, which means they're a slave. If they have a master, they're a slave. Well, isn't Jesus your master? No, but I'm Jesus. And see, the thing is, is that I am, I am. So there is no, you know, this, uh, the the concept is moot, done, free, happy, free, and it doesn't matter what world I'm in. This one, the ether. Being a wave, being a, you know, being a being an iguana. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go. God bless each and every one. We're sort of, uh, uh, we're 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 processing it. You know, I mean, we're not, you know, 
Trish and I are not perfect and we're, you know, but we definitely putting up, you know, things have been a lot more positive lately because we just will not allow the language to condemn us. Right? Look what you made me do. I didn't do anything. Look what you made yourself do. Let me correct your sentence. And every time I correct those kind of thoughts and things, I feel better. And we can talk about that. There was a young man that Alex Jones interviewed, and I don't know what his name is now, but he's a young guy, but he was all over this. And he said, but he said the most astute thing I've heard in the last five years. Want to hear it? Yeah. I give credit where credit. I wish I knew his name. You know his name? I'll look it up. You're the one that listens on it. Okay. Um, he, he said, you know what this is, what you're seeing right now? It's Revenge of the Nerds. And it was all predictive programming from the nerds movies. And he named the nerd movies. I go, by Jove, you're right. This is Revenge of the Nerds. I mean, in their mind, just like the minions and the marching and the, you know, the, 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 the woke and the, and the, and the, and the, and the deplatforming and all that. All this, you know, this is, this is the nerds getting their revenge. You know, and when I say nerds, I also mean, you know, little, you know, perverts, you know, hiding under the rocks there. You know what I mean? You know, child abusers and, you know, whatever. But I mean, they're the nerds, right, in society. They're not the, the strong men, the forthright men and women, the, you know, struggling with good and evil, trying to come out on top on the good side. You know, you know you'd like like you guys, like normal people. These are, these are the people that want their <clears throat> habits to be enshrined. You know, because my thing is like, well, if you're hurting kids, you need to be celibate, you know. You need to focus that energy somewhere else, and you might need to go to jail for what you've done. If, and if you've really, if anyone killed themselves, then you're going to, you know, you're going to be cursed for the rest of your life. There's no therapy here. This is your position. Now, the only way out of that is to just follow Christ. Like if you're a murderer, Okay. You go to, you know, you go to death row because you murdered, you know, 20 people or whatever. And then, um, you, you know, you find the Lord. He finds you and you become, oh, Lord, you know, you're still going to get executed, but now you're in Christ. Win-win. And they don't want that um, day of, see what, they don't want a day of reckoning. They don't want to repent. They want all, they want us to accept you know, even like these these wars, their their narrative on the war and it's Israel's fault, it's Palestine's fault, whatever it is, they, they want us to accept one side. They want us to accept all their narratives, which don't hold up. They want us to accept um, their their history books on 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 Western civilization, which doesn't hold up. Uh, at least, uh, you know, if you if you really look at history, it doesn't. They they want. Um, you know, like something like the Hundred Year War in Europe. You know, the Battle of New Orleans. I could go through and just show you all the, all the things that you could find, you know, alternative sources for. But that was me a long time ago. You know, finding all that stuff. Um, the, Revenge of the Nerds. What they want is they they want. Uh, you notice that okay, in the magazines they were. And I know no one wants to talk about this, but. You notice how I started watching, like, they'd have, um, you know, um, and that doesn't mean the whole racial thing. That's another thing that the nerds are doing. They're pushing the racist stuff. So they have all, like, say, all black people in magazines or all brown or all, you know, whatever color, it's other color than white, okay, because white's the enemy. 
in their mind because the white, see, when they say white privilege, what they're saying is the, the culture, the civilization that made them feel like nerds and left out was a white culture. So they're, they're white themselves, but they're totally anti-white. You know, they want to wipe it out. They're, what they want to wipe is white privilege culture that could make them feel guilty about being those nerds. Or like they didn't measure up. So you're going to see a lot of, um, you know, commercials and stuff with, like, say, you know, and I don't mean to be disrespectful, but very fat women. You know, and I'm and, um, thinking of one I just saw. And she's dancing around, and they're doing her makeup and treating her like a star. And so they're trying to force these things on you. The trans movement, still, Revenge of the Nerds, same thing. I know I've got friends with a... Um, a trans, a young, young man, a trans woman uh, that does movie reviews. And every once in a while, I'll, I'll call her she because that's what she wants, but that's not a she. She goes off and she starts screaming at white privilege. <laughs> it's just, and she looks like a nerd. I'm sorry, glasses, thick glasses, not not pretty, not, you know. And and, and I, I can see it's revenge of that. I mean, it's, and now that she's got a little platform of power, she can yell, oh, look at that white privilege, those asshole white males there that are looking at me and they're criticizing me and, you know, their privilege coming out their eyeballs you know, and they're going to uh, hope they all wind up in jail. You know, that, that kind of attitude. And, and they don't understand how they're being used, manipulated, uh, confused and whatnot. So I just, I, just, I just remain friends at a distance. We have something in common. We like movies. But I, you know, I, 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 God, if you ever listen to me, you probably want to kill me because um, it's not about the trans movement or the woke or the this or the that. It's only about one thing. It's, you know, it's either, either God or anti-God. It's just, you know, it's um, really all about God. And these people all claim that there is no God. And then they well, do the hammer and sickle flags, and then they, they, they claim they abort all their babies, and they, you know, they, they've... But, but the one thing I do notice is they all kind of have that ugly look. They're not pretty people. They're not, you know, I, it, 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 maybe, they, maybe they are attractive in some way, but they make themselves look unattractive to kind of fit in with this nerd mentality. So when he said this is Revenge of the Nerds, and, and I wish I could pick his brain more. Maybe we'll get him on the show one day. I'd love to know what he thinks is going to happen based on that, uh, you know, based on this. And, and then what he had to say about language is it lines right up with the Bible. Now, the, they did talk about the word abracadabra, but that that word is not necessarily black magic. That word is another word that's like, you know, it's like amen. It's like, you know, it will be written, it will be so, it will happen, you know. So he talks about that, and he talks about the idea of when you're a victim, you know, you've accepted statements, and this is so true. Um, like, uh, you know, they really abused me. So he would take a statement like that and say, you know, well, look at them. They really abused themselves, didn't they? Anyway, it's got nothing to do with me because it doesn't. But as long as I uh, say that sentence, if I agree to that sentence, now I've agreed to a kind of a, uh, a death sentence for myself. I put myself in a victim mentality. And I'm not going to get out of it until I, change, until I change my thoughts, until I change my language. I was happy to say at the end of the documentary, which you haven't seen because we don't have a distributor yet, and we're 
we had one, but we we've uh, broke the deal there. We we didn't like it. So I don't know, but it'll be out at some point. It, it's not I, if it isn't, I don't care. I, it, it will. Well, whatever. Oh, it's, it will. But at the end of the document, I think you guys will like to see it. At the end of the documentary, this guy? I think that's the guy, Mark England. He's like a coach, like a success coach type guy. Well, he's you know part of society and all that. I mean, he's not an outcast like me, but you know he's he has a lot of good things to say about. Yeah, I really think that you know. But I'm not going to analyze the person. I'm analyzing what he said. Um, just not accepting the victim mentalities was I thought the most. Our people, really, really, the lambs could really benefit from learning this. This practical thing, you just redo the sentences. So at the end of. The dark side of society, and they're asking me, you know, um, I'm sorry, my, I have a raspy throat here. They, they, they were asking me, um, you know, kind of like, well, you want to get even with them? You want to hurt them? You know, something like, like did, you ha- did you forgive them and all that? I said, of course, I forgive them because they didn't do anything to me other than just life is going on. But they didn't do anything to me. They did it to themselves. I didn't say that, but I did, I did get that in. And when I said that, I was smiling. I looked like I'd made it through. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like, because you know, if I allowed it to happen, all the stuff that happened, you know, all the bad things, I, I, um, I, I, I probably, well, you would never have seen me. I would, I would just be kind of locked up in a loony bin. I, I think that's where I would have been had I had I agreed to, you know, had I not fought back, and fighting part of my fighting back was saying I didn't ruin your life. I, you know, what is this? Not going along with Satanism ends up ruining your parents' life or your, your or your or your peers. What the hell is that? And so therefore, we should kill you. I mean, that is just bullshit, and that's their bullshit, not my bullshit. So, you know, bottom line. They did it to themselves. I hope they're, you know, I don't hope they're happy. I hope they're miserable, but I, but I don't put that much stock in it. I don't put that much energy in something like that. You know, hope they see it. How about this one? I hope they see the light one day. I hope they have that Henry Kissinger moment where they're able to say, oh my God, what have I done? And they're always trying to cover up and they're, it's just, they're desperately pathetic and they're, they're, they're desperate and they're, but anyway, one thing they have is above the, society is they are the abusers they're the ones that create the narrative I did this to you because you didn't behave and you deserve it that's what they're doing with Owen Shoyer right now in jail you deserve it you deserve to be insulted you deserve to be raped and killed and so Owen would have to say I mean and he will I'm sure no I didn't do that. You did that to yourself, and in so doing, you you have completely screwed yourself. You know, and that's really what the abuser needs. I am not a victim of any abuser. And whatever my life path was, or delays, or loony bins, or whatever the thing was, you know, whatever the, the horrors were, you know, that was just life for me. That's just the, the way the cards were dealt. I didn't do it. I didn't cause it. I'm not a victim of it, but I had to contend with it, and I did. 
And, and, and my final contention is, it's got nothing to do with me. It's just like if I was born in a war zone, and they blew up my mother and father, they blew up my kids, they blew up my family, they blew up my job, they blew everything up to smithereens. And then I had to walk out of there and go find another country to be in, you know, start over at like 40 years old or something. You see, you know, okay, so what happened to me? Nothing. The war was going on. Wars go on. And so I have to contend with that. But it's, you know, it's got nothing to do with me. They did it to themselves. I'm not a war a warmonger. I'm not going to go out as petty wars just to make money like Gates does and those other guys, you know, Fink and all those people or, or, to, or to make people behave. You know, to, to bludgeon them into some kind of, you know, they could have had their way already. They could have had their way already. But you see that temptation to bludgeon you, to hurt you, to make you bleed, to make you suffer and then suck off that, it's just too great for them of a delicacy. And so they're, they're just not ever going to do it the right way, which would have been to tempt you into your own demise and, and do it with, with dispassionately. And they do, unfortunately, they do it passionately. So the nerds, in this case, all went running over to Satan for help because they were second-class citizens or hiding in the shadows or not able to bring their, you know, their, their transgenderism out or their pedophilia out or their you know, human trafficking out or their drugs out. Whatever it was that, I don't even care what it is, but whatever it was that made them feel oppressed and, and, and held back, Satan comes along and says, I'll liberate you all. And then they're like, you mean we can get some of these guys like that, like the jock, that white jock in junior high, that could, and, and in high school, that, you know, berated me in the hallway by my locker? You mean I can kill him? You can. Come on in. I'll make you a captain. All right? I'll make you a lieutenant. I'll make you a captain. I'll make you, you know, if you have enough desire, if you, if you prove yourself enough, hell, you can be a general. Come on in, everybody. This is your time to shine now. And there they are, the enemy. Get those white privilege suckers. Or whatever it is. Whatever the... Could have been black privilege if the blacks had been dominated. It could have been... Uh, I, I don't really... Race is not something that me or my friends even deal with. I mean, we, you know... Talked to a guy, a Muslim in South Africa yesterday. A nice guy. He did a little, he did a little video out of my... Uh, he's a young man, you know. I just... Uh, you, no gray hair. <laughs> he did a little uh, video out of my albatross song. And, you know, and uh, I think he's, he may not be Muslim, but, uh, you know, uh, just a guy on the internet. And he was really happy he did that little video. And, and I guess, I, you know, they call me a racist. <laughs> but, see, the reason they say racist is because it's coming from that place of being oppressed feeling like the dominant culture. I mean, you know, you had the jocks in school, okay? They oppressed the, the, the gays, right? And the and the, the nerds. And then, and, you know, and whoever else is, you know, right? And so this was going to be that revenge. Like that 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 judge, you know, looks like a total nerd in uh, the, the Trump trial. What's his name? Erdogan, er, Ergeron, Ergeron. And... Um, He's just this uh, blatantly left-wing activist, uh, you know, and he's, and he's like aiming to throw Trump in jail. And, you know, along with his buddy Letitia James, and like right here they all hang out and have like barbecues in the backyard and swimming pool parties, you know, celebrating the, the, the end of Trump. 
and it's 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 just so. Uh, I don't know what it is. It's like Trump is is like you know he's a male. He's brash. He he can be seen as a bully. He's been successful. He's basically thrown it in their face. And now this is their vengeance against him. It's got nothing to do with politics or stopping him from being president. It's personal. This thing. It's it's caught. It's deep. Did you see Trump's that statement uh, Trump made yesterday? It's, One drop of American blood will be paid back with buckets of blood. Something like that. From where? From the Middle East or? From. I don't. I didn't. I would, didn't hear the broadcast, but I guess he. Uh, he's definitely. You know, he's he's talking about the blood. Yeah, so so Hillary Clinton goes out there and she's saying that you know he he's he's going to get vengeance on us all, and that's what they're afraid of, you know. But right now, I, I you know, so they've gone overboard to lock him up, and she's having a great time with you know torturing him, and you know now they're bringing the family in, you know, Don Jr. And what's the other guy's name? Eric, Eric. And, and then the and, and Ivanka, Ivana. Yeah, Ivana, and yeah. but now he's walking around with Tucker Carlson and uh, <laughs> going to the I love the big it. fight in Madison Garden and outrageously welcomed everybody. Was just really happy to see him. Well, I like Tucker because he was honest and uh, that he's he, he's stuck with his integrity. But I don't consider Tucker and me in the same. You know what I mean? I would not ever, don't think I'll ever be invited to Tucker's house for dinner or, or, or an interview. You know, I just, just don't expect that because I'm, um, I'm too, I guess, I'm not, see, I'm not a victim, so I'm not dam damaged, but there's a lot of scar tissue, let's say, you know? And I think that, um, you know, people get afraid to be around me because they're, they, they just don't know what they're dealing with. They, I seem like a, you know, they can't really. And the, the problem is, is that that you know that society doesn't control me, and they can't control me, and so that's been a bone of contention. I, I haven't done it on purpose or to hurt anybody. I've I've tried my best to be friends with everybody, and you know, and uh, people I don't even agree with, or people that have different religions, or people that have different philosophies, or people blah blah blah. Can you think anything you want and still be my friend? You can disagree with me completely on here. Just don't call me a bigot, though, because that'd be wrong. The one guy got so mad, he calls me a bigot, and I said, I thought we were friends. No, you're a bigot, and I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I'm a bigot because, and the re his bone of contention was, I, I didn't come down on Trump. I come down, Stephen King, I come down to him, I said, Stephen, you, TDS has ruined your writing career. And I got hundreds of likes when I say something like that. But, um, I, I guess we're just not allowed to say the truth in the society on any level, especially, and even in freedom talk, we don't really say the truth to each other. So, but because I try to like get the filters gone and say things that they may not say, then they get worried about it. But see, five years from now, they will be saying what I'm saying now. And we would be on the same page. And whether I'm here or not, I, I don't know. I may not be here. So it's it's a you know you it's a, you got to walk this alone. You you do not walk with in a collective. You know what I mean? But, the, but does this all, any of this bother me at all? No, it doesn't bother me at all. I've got good friends. I've got good. Uh, they know what I'm about. They they let me be my my Z self and and say whatever, either foolishness or or, or accuracy or, you know, all the kind of things. I, plus my writing. You know, it's just another thing that's a lot of people just. 
they um, no consider it at first self-indulgent or you know whatever and it's not I'm just doing my best but it, 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 it stirs up stuff and I'm not you know I'm, it's probably because I didn't really have any kind of upbringing you know and um, you know what I mean there was no I, probably I was spared a lot of um, you know a training you know, how to be at the dinner table, how to, you know, go to, I went to school in a, in a, in a, in a I went over the hill to Harvard school in a, um, in a carpool. And we listened to all that music, you know, in the sixties, but it didn't, somehow I just did nothing really, you know, no pattern really, you know, there was no, um, edges to hold you in kind of thing so when so that would make me unpredictable and that and probably that was you know one of the issues that people had a, a criticism for is being unpredictable I, I was writing poetry and I suppose I could have been, had a slot as a poet and then would have left me alone but I I didn't now I just ask God what to do next and um, I got I'm up on um Chapter 11 is really insane. And we're getting ready to, um, you know, the next few kind of things are happening is, you know, Zeph's going to go through uh, shock treatment. Oh, no. Yeah, and then, um, you know, the, his wife is kidnapped and they're threatening to blow her head off and then they want him to kill someone. So we, we got uh, all kinds of horrible things going on in the hospital. But then again, this is just ho-hum for hospital, right? This is like nothing. So... Here we go. Okay, and I'll see you guys next time. God bless. And, uh, this is it. I haven't played this one in a long time. I'll play it.
scene one, Apple take two.